You're listening to a Beautiful Life Podcast, a lifestyle pod for the girls who want to embrace all areas of life from mindset to aesthetics and everything in between. I'm your host, Kaylee Karcher, and every Monday I'll be serving you entertainment, inspiration, realness, and a little bit of tough love to give you the tools to live your version of a beautiful life from the inside out. Hello guys, welcome back to A Beautiful Life Podcast. Let us immediately address the elephant in the room. Yes, I did update my album art again. Um, If you've been here for a minute, you know that I basically just updated my album art, but that pink just like was not hitting and I love pink. Like pink is... Pink is like my spirit color. I just love it so much. I think it's just the most beautiful color there ever was. But just something about it, it was just too flat, the old cover. Like it just just wasn't the vibe. And so I was playing around on Procreate with with the image and I like made a totally different format and I was just playing around with the font, which is just my handwriting. So I was just like seeing what I could do. And I landed on the album cover that you see before your eyes today. And I think that it looks so much better. I got really good feedback on it. So I think that like everybody was just like, oh, what's going on with the pink? And now we're all feeling really nice and happy. And I am, I'm just feeling good. So let me know how you think about the new album cover. Also, we hit 30k downloads, which is so exciting. And it's like such a small number for some like obviously the bigger podcast you have like 4 million downloads per episode but I'm feeling good because last July my podcast had 5,000 downloads and that was after a year and a half of having a podcast and so that means that I've had 25,000 downloads in less than a year so I'm I'm feeling good like that is progress and it's a, it's been a slow slow pickup but I'm feeling good. Every time I get messages from people saying they love the podcast, I like can't even believe it because I've said this before, but it just feels like podcasting is such a weird thing because it's like you don't have immediate response. Like there's no like comment section or anything. So like you don't even know if anyone is listening other than obviously seeing like that it was downloaded. But Um, I'm feeling good. So thank you guys, as always, for listening. Don't forget to keep sharing with a friend because obviously this is like the greatest podcast in the entire world. And hopefully you continue listening. Today's episode, as you can see, is kind of like a weird little no specific topic, just mashup of talking. And the reason for that is because like every basically throughout each week, I will write down just random thoughts that I have to talk about on the podcast because otherwise I cannot source a single thing from my own brain if I was like trying to like think live. And this week I decided I'm just going to combine a bunch of of my thoughts and make that the entire episode because like if I'm being honest, I was just in one of those like, you know, those moods where like everything annoys you everyone just feels so unoriginal including myself like I just feel like everyone's talking about the same things and doing the same things and it just is like it's it's like on one hand when I'm in like a good mood and I'm in like a good vibe those are the things that I like so it's like of course everyone's talking about the same things because I have gravitated towards content that is very similar to its each other because that's what I like 
But then at the same time, I'm like, so I'm just going to get on the podcast and I'm just going to talk about the same thing that like literally everyone else is talking about. And sometimes that makes you like feel like you're part of the conversation. But in the mood that I was in for the last like week or even two weeks, I just feel like stale. Like I just feel like it's just been, I don't know, like I just feel like everyone's saying the same thing. And I think and Jay and and I have been talking about this a lot, like kind of we'll stop working and then just like be on our phones or just like numbing ourselves. And I have never been one of those people who was like a social media hater or just like a social media like I obviously understand and see the negative side of social media and like why people would think that it was negative. But I have always just loved social media so much because I've met people on social media that I've enjoyed talking to and I've found like similar interests in. It's just like a creative wonderland. Like there's just so much good content and I just personally love like photos. That's why I've always loved Tumblr and Pinterest and all of that kind of stuff. So it's just like, I don't know. Recently, I've just been scrolling so much and this is what Jay and I were saying. We were saying like, you know, sometimes you get on social media and you get one of those like iconic scrolls, whether it's on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, whatever, where like every single video or every single photo you see is iconic. Like you're getting so inspired. There's just like so much just like good energy. But most of the time you're scrolling on social media, it's just like so average and just like, yeah, this is fine. Like it's, it's really just like literally filling in space. And I feel like the addiction to your phone is so strong because you always have in, in mind that like, well, I'm bored right now and I could have one of those iconic scrolls where like everything is awesome. But it's, like, so rare that it even happens. But, like, still just knowing how awesome it is when it does happen, it just keeps you coming back. So I think that part of the reason I'm feeling stale is just because I've been on my phone too much. Even though, like, it is entertaining, it's just, like, I need something else. And so really the only thing left to do is to just jump into hobbies. And the amount of tossed aside hobbies that I have is comical like just to rattle a few off for you I have all the supplies to make candles from scratch including like the molds and scents and wax like I have so much wax to be melted I got like a measuring cup for melting wax like I just have like so much random candle making supplies because I had a candle making phase I have like 10 pounds of air dry ceramic clay so that because of my ceramic clay phase I have a sewing kit you know I got certified as a yoga instructor I have all of my thrifted jelly items still and you're a real one if you remember jelly which was my like very short stint of a like a secondhand home decor store which I just got an email from Squarespace that I needed my domain was going to auto renew and I literally canceled the website so I was like obviously not so I had to go investigate and it showed me what my website looked like and it was so cute like I really did put so much work into jelly and I ordered like tags from canva that I made and they were just like so adorable and I did like some in-person thrift like like a flea market situations and it was just like really cute but I don't know it's just like it's so hard to like keep extreme passion on things that like I don't know like 
and and I sold some things too from either Etsy or directly from the website and like the thing is is that everything was like very cheap so for the amount of time and energy I was really not going to be getting like a good like return on my investment even though I probably by selling like 10 things made all the money back from like the 40 things that I had thrifted but it's just like so much time and energy for not a huge return and it's just like now I have all of this like additional thrifted stuff sitting on top of my kitchen cabinets that I just like never sold so now I have to like actually today I was thinking about doing like a big thrift run because all I can think about is that in like five months I am moving and I'm gonna have to figure that out so I'm like I just gotta I gotta do something with the jelly stuff but the website was so cute and so like I just like think back about the Kaylee who started that website and like put all that work in and I'm just like you were so cute you were so adorable that was probably like over two years ago at this point actually one of the reasons that I stopped doing it is actually because I started the podcast at the exact same time and so I was like okay I need to put energy into one of these things and I'm much more passionate about the podcast so you guys are welcome basically let's see what other hobbies have I had there honestly there's so many I have so many craft supplies from just hobbies that I've tried to get into and actually like just the other day on Pinterest I saw these really cute beaded earrings that looked like so easy to make and I'm sure that I'm being delusional and they're not at all easy to make but I saw them and I was like I think that's gonna be my next endeavor like I'm just going to make some cute earrings and like not not to sell or anything because then obviously that would like take away the fun but just to make and see if I can and then I'll just have like a bunch of beads left over for the rest of my life so that's great I was watching the Kardashians and uh Kylie and Kendall were riding horses and that's like Kendall's hobby I guess she has like a whole barn and she said she's been riding since she was two and then Kylie casually was like maybe I'll pick up horse riding like because they're just like so rich and I'm just like I'm sitting here wondering if I should waste the money on the materials to buy DIY earrings and this bitch is like should I get a horse <laughs> like I love the Kardashians but it is crazy like how different life is for people that's crazy okay so one hobby that I have been really into recently is reading which obviously it's like nothing new again I'm just talking about the same things that everybody talks about like that is it's like cool but I did just finish the Hotel Nantucket by Ellen I think it's Hildebrand, Ellen Hildebrand. I am giving it 3.5 stars. And the reason that I'm giving it 3.5 stars is because it was a good book. Things ended like the way that I would have wanted. Like it really, it was a Massachusetts setting as a Massachusetts queen myself. Like that always just makes me feel at home, even though I would love for Nantucket to be my home, but it is not. <laughs> but still, like, when they're bringing in other towns from other characters, it just, like, makes you feel, like, so, like, so Massachusetts. So the book was good. It was so long, and I feel like it didn't need to be that long. Like, it could have been a little bit shorter, and I don't think anyone would have missed anything. In the book, there's, like, a ghost, which at first was, like, really throwing me off because the ghost is like a, a full character and I was just like okay this is weird like 
and it's not a spooky book and it's not a spooky ghost like it's literally just like she's just a girl but it was good it was it was nice because it was like a summery vibe and obviously it is summer so I'm trying to cultivate all the summer vibes that I can get but it was good it was fun now I have moved on to Beach Read by Emily Henry and I'm actually like really I'm only four chapters in I just started it this morning but so far I'm actually like really enjoying the way that she writes and describes things it feels very charming and because this is how my mind works and my endless like hobby hopping (laughs) so okay so I always talk about how I want to have a flower shop like I would love to like have I want to move to a beach town and I want to have just like a cute little flower shop on like a main road just like a little window front flower shop that also has like an event space or something so it's just like just like such a cute vibe like I just want to have like something that's cute and I love flowers they're beautiful I I like I feel like it's therapeutic to like make a bouquet but obviously like every single job in the world has negatives so I know it wouldn't be all sunshine and rainbows but now I'm reading this book by Emily Henry and they like briefly met uh, mention a little bookstore and now it's like do I want a flower shop or do I want a tiny bookstore because when I was in Boulder we went into this bookstore and it just it just was the vibe like it had like vintage old carpets and like the books were all set up so cute and like I feel like for me because I just told you about my millions of hobbies all I need to feel like really fulfilled in life is to just have like something I can be creative and I like picture like if I had this bookshop it would obviously be like so aesthetic and like it would be not just a bookshop but like a place that you like hang and they would maybe have like an event space where like a a book club was hosted or something like I just feel like I just feel like it would be so cute like I could totally picture myself writing a book one day I have no idea what it would be about but I've I would like love to write like it would definitely be like a maybe not a romance novel but something just like very flowery and like dreamy I feel like that would be like so fun but I just feel like I need something creative in life and one thing that I was thinking about the other day and this is now become this is a a tangent but I was thinking about how like growing up like I never had like a specific job that I wanted to do like I always was just like I knew that I would have a job I had no idea what it would be and it's because I had so many different interests I was always thinking like how can I narrow down one thing and like pick one career and I was always so jealous of people who like knew exactly what they wanted to do since they were like a kid like they were just like this is what I'm doing there's no question and I was always so jealous of those people because it felt so clear and then recently I was thinking about it and I'm like it honestly kind of for the I I think that it works out for some people, obviously, if you have like a lifelong dream, but it also kind of like puts people into a box. And then I feel like that's like what gives them midlife, like a midlife crisis is like once you like think that you were going to do something your whole life and then you're an adult and even you're doing it and that's how you're making your money. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is like not fulfilling me. And it's like, well, yeah, because you were taking your like six-year-old dream and you've been like 
riding your six-year-old dream this whole time and so now they are the ones who feel more lost than ever or more lost than the people who as a child like me were totally lost because I was just like I literally and still I'm like as you're hearing right now me just like talk about this I'm like I want a flower shop I want a bookshop I would love a coffee shop like I just need to have a little nook but anyway I feel good that I never pigeonholed myself into a one path thing because now honestly the world feels like my oyster like it I don't you know obviously like I can't I can't pick up and become a lawyer and no part of me wants to but like I don't know I I feel free because I didn't ever have something that I was like I'm gonna be it because it's also like a lot of times reaching a goal is like so exciting like if it's so nice but like even with like my podcast downloads the 30k downloads I obviously have been watching my downloads grow and I've been like oh my god I'm gonna get to 30k and like the second that I got there I didn't even get like a a rush of butterflies (laughs) like I, I just was like nice next next one next goal so it's just like I think Goals are obviously important to have in terms of drive and like getting places, but they are at the same time like kind of overrated. Like once you reach a goal of whatever sort, it always is just like, okay. And honestly, again, that's probably due to the phones thing. I guess I'm just like a major grandma and we're going to have a grandma conversation, but Jay and I were just saying yesterday so like when you're watching like tiktoks like obviously and people talk about this that like like watching tiktoks makes your attention span shorter so if you're watching like a longer form video and they're kind of like not getting to the point you're like oh my god like can we get to the point because on tiktok you're trained to say everything that you need to say in like three minutes or less and usually it's less so it's like that's and that's actually like a real art because you are like you you're now cutting out any detail any fat that's just like not the good detail of the story and like you're getting to the point you're hitting all the the climax the major action parts like in three minutes so now and this is what we're seeing like now in real life it kind of feels like it's making our patients less in real life with real people because you're like they're not talking in the format of a tiktok three minute box so it's like if they're taking a minute to get to the point you're like holy fucking shit like just just get there like at least that's for me and Jay anyway we're both the same in that way so like that's why it's kind of hard living in the south because the south loves a little chit chat moment and and actually they don't love it but they expect it so when you're not being chit chatty and like southern like whatever they like think you're rude and I'm just like I think you're rude for trying to take my time. I think you're rude for trying to force me to chit-chat with you. But, you know, that's a tangent for another day. (laughs) Let's see. If you want to get deep, I guess, real quick. I wrote down a piece on vulnerability because I was thinking about it. And throughout my life, people have always told me that I'm, like, not that vulnerable not even like an honesty thing, but I've even had friends say like, this is this kind of stuff that you have to like tell us about, like be vulnerable. And I was thinking about it and it's like, for me, first of all, I really, it's not like I'm pushing down any like deep feelings. Like I really, if I have something on my mind, like I will say it, 
But if there's like something going on and it's like it could become a big deal, but it's not a big deal yet. It feels weird for me to be vulnerable because that makes it feel like I'm like actualizing the scenario. Like if I really talk about something that maybe is just bothering me like a little bit, then it makes it feel like it's I have made it become a problem instead of just like uh, it'll go away. So, you know, maybe I need therapy. I don't know. But I feel like it's not I don't have a problem with being vulnerable. I have a problem with where's the line of like if you're vulnerable and you talk about a problem is it real if you're it like makes it because then it's like okay so now you've talked about the issue and now it's like now it kind of becomes like an identity like I think that's my biggest issue I never want to have like the identity of like my problems I want my identity to be like the good things and like and not in like a like everything's perfect way but like I just don't want to like harp on the bad like I obviously like I just want it to be like all like good so you know there you go (laughs) I don't know I don't know why I wrote that down or like why I had to get that off my chest but I just did so those were my topics oh my god okay (laughs) I made an eggplant lasagna last night that's it. I felt like I had to tell you about it. it. It was good. It could have been better for sure. Honestly, like the recipe that I was following was a true Italian recipe where they were cooking for apparently like a family of 40 because they like they said I needed to use three eggplants and a whole pound of ricotta cheese. I got one little like tub of ricotta and one eggplant. So I really had to improvise. So like my biggest flaw is that I should have baked it for like less time than than the uh recipe said because they were baking like a thick like seven layer eggplant parm like not parm eggplant lasagna and I was just making like a little two layer one but it was pretty good and I did feel like I was an Italian mother even though I'm not a mother nor Italian but (laughs) it was it was fun and I'm excited for my lasagna journey because I feel like a lasagna it it felt like it was going to be like a real undertaking like it was hard but like I just did what I always did and I wrote out I wrote out my recipe in a way that like made sense to me and it all worked out but next time I'll cook it for less long and that I'm glad I got off my chest so I hope you guys enjoyed this random episode if you enjoyed this random episode let me know so that I know that maybe Maybe it's fun to just listen to a bunch of random things or let me know if you're like, okay, stick to a topic, lady. Like this is not, this ain't it. Okay. So let me know and have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to a beautiful life podcast. If this episode brought you any value, it would be so amazing if you rated, reviewed and shared the show with a friend. Let me know what you thought of the episode at a beautiful life podcast and connect with me at Kaylee Karcher underscore. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day.